this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today our guest is State Senator Sue Serino, and we'll be talking about Lyme disease after these important messages, so stay tuned. I won't touch that dial. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. My name's Jonah Trebois, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell's away today, but we are privileged to have with us our producer, the fabulous Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. And we're even more privileged to have a really great guest, New York State Senator Sue Serino. Good morning, Senator Serino. Good morning, Jonah, and good morning, Kathy. Good morning. We're well, so honored. Yeah, it's a real treat to have you with us, yes. Sue. Uh, Sue is a New York State Senator for a large chunk of the Hudson Valley, but we're here today to uh, discuss something she has a genuine concern about, and all of us do, and that's Lyme disease. So, uh, Senator Susserino, for those who really may not understand or, or fully completely what Lyme disease is, what is Lyme disease? It's a tick-borne disease, and you know, we get it from the deer and the mice, and um, I think we all have our own personal story. Mm-hmm. My son was actually bit um, by a tick when he was 12 years old. Now, a tick and is a little teeny tiny bug. Yes, and yeah. that, we um, have these little vials through the Board of Health that show that it's like the size of a sesame seed, and that's right. where people picture a bug, and they picture it larger, mm-hmm. and it's not. It's, it's not um, like that wood, huge wood ticket. Yes. Get off your dogs. No, the, you know, the, right. These yeah. are tiny. So my son was bit. He was 12, and you know, down in his underwear where, you know, boys are changing, and we didn't know to look back mm-hmm. then to look for that bullseye. Right. And sometimes people don't get the bullseye. And yes. when you talk about the bullseye, it's a bullseye rash. It looks like the uh, corporate symbol for the Target stores. Yes. Because uh, my, my wife, yes, yes. My wife uh, was bit by a tick. I won't tell you where the rash was, because she'll yeah, mad at me, but it was some place that wasn't generally seen by the public, and it was just like a well, two concentric circles mm-hmm. in, in like a real nasty reddish you. Uh, and uh, she went to the doctor and got the large horse pills oh, for the yeah. antibiotics, and thank God everything was all right. So you're, you're, this got you interested in it because your son was bitten. Yes, because when he was like nineteen or twenty, he had mono mono when right. he was in college, right. and they say that actually the. Uh, I guess infection can stay dormant and then when you have something like mono it comes out and all of a sudden he started having all of these symptoms where he had pains and eventually it got to be floaters in his eyes and I went to the doctors and they told me it was fibromyalgia and I just went from doctor to doctor, blood work spinal tap, it still hasn't shown up, he's kind of learned to live with it but I've been talking to Dr. Horowitz so um, that's yeah, yes I knew him Dr. Horowitz. I I gotta tell you a little story. A shout out to Richie Horowitz, Dr. Yeah. Richie Horowitz. Um, when I was still doing musical theater uh, before radio, uh, Dr. Horowitz uh, has a beautiful singing voice and he would do musical theater. He would run into the theater in his scrubs from doing his rounds at the hospital, change the costume when we do things like showboat and, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
guys and dolls and things like that. And, then, you know, in between the acts, he'd check his pager to see if he was needed. Uh, uh, really a wonderful guy and a shout out to Richie Horowitz. So, um, Can I ask a quick yeah. question? When your son was 12 and was bit, did he not have any physical symptoms after that? Nothing. 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 He had the rash, but nothing well, after We don't that. even know if he had the rash. Oh, right. Oh, okay. It was just I'm that we, he showed it to me. We pulled it off and then didn't know at the time. That's 13 years ago. Right. So people really weren't taught, at least not that I knew of, people weren't really talking about it that much. Okay. I think it was still kind of new, even though it had been around for a long time, people were just, you know, not diagnosed. Okay. And that's actually happening today. People are like, still not diagnosed. El- yes. Yeah. And elderly people are diagnosed with dementia. Uh, I just saw a woman yesterday that she had been diagnosed with dementia and she said, Sue, I'm losing some of my eyesight. And that's one of the symptoms that can happen. So um, we we really need more um, research, which is what we're very proud of. We were able to supply $600,000 in the um, throughout the state, but 90000 went directly to the Kerry Institute. Right. That's which what is I saw on the website. Yes, right, with right. Dr. Osfeld. And he sits on my advisory committee because one of the first things that we did um, when we um, came into office, we had advisory committees. And, mm-hmm. of course, as a Lyme chairwoman, I had a Lyme task force. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been doing a great job. Our guest on Radio Rotary is New York State Senator Sue Serino. We're talking about Lyme disease, which she became interested in, in combating when her own son was bit by a, a tick. The ticks, as I understand it, uh, Sue, go um, from uh, the mice to the deer and maybe hop on a leaf, and then you're out in the woods uh, enjoying the beautiful backcountry here in the Hudson Valley, and it jumps on to you. I remember when I was a Boy Scout leader, we used to have the boys do tick checks every single time. We mm-hmm. told them to put their trousers in their socks and, uh, you know, to be very careful about it. Right. Uh, well, even, and I had, we moved here in 88 from Madison, Wisconsin, <laughs> which was a huge place of the Lyme disease was very mm-hmm. prevalent there too. But we had our small children and we live out in the country and we had three dogs. And so every night was our tick check because the kids were out playing in the yard and the woods and then the dogs bring the ticks in also. I mean, they're dropping ticks in the house too. So oh, you yeah. have to be careful. The kids sleep with the dogs, you know. I mean, not so in a kettle what, or anything, yeah. but, you know, in, in the bed. But. What is recommended uh, when you see the bull, bullseye rash or you do pull a tick off? Uh, what's the recommended steps? And in fact, uh, our producer, Kathy Kruger, her day job is as a registered nurse, so Kathy, weigh in on this also. But what's recommended, Sue, in, in your experience? Call your doctor, doctor. yes, yeah. and go in for an appointment. Um, and they, they will uh, administer, the, typically, I think, the... Uh, Antibiotics mm-hmm. that at least start because that's the problem. Is if it if it's not treated, that's when you get into having uh, chronic Lyme. You know where you can have all neurological problems. Right. You know eyesight problems. It's really terrible. We did a forum um, at the Wallace Center in Hyde Park at that's FDR. That's the FDR Library. Yeah. Yes, they're they're always so uh, generous to allow us to use that center, and we had close to three hundred people come. Really. And uh, during the summer, I was at a couple senior picnics and. I had a couple seniors come up to me and, and thanked me because of going to our forum. They had some of the symptoms that were being discussed, and their doctors, one, again, diagnosed with dementia, and I forgot what the other person 
the diagnosis was, but they realized that then they had to um, be treated for Lyme disease. So we're going to be doing some more of these forums uh, throughout the county. Uh, we're going to do another one in the spring, but I don't have a, a date or a time, but probably in Southern Duchess. You must have a website, right, Senator Serino, that uh, people can look on for information about uh, Lyme disease or to find uh, out uh, other things that your office is doing? Yes. What the, is that website? We have a specific um, uh, website oh, for really? Lyme, and that's called Lyme Act. LimeActionCenter.com. That's all one word, LimeActionCenter.com. Or else, and if they want to find out what else we're doing and what we're up to and uh, things that we're going to be doing going into session, our uh, website is Sereno.NYSenate.gov. And Sereno is spelled? S-E-R-I-N-O. All right. So, folks at home, get a pencil and paper, because we'll ask Senator Sue Serino to repeat those websites in the second half of the program. Now, so, uh, yeah, my, go ahead. My, my question to you is, I don't want to scare people to death. I mean, oh, you, no. you have a tick, and if it's crawling on you, you can probably feel safe just getting it off. But if you have to pull it off of you, then that's a whole different ball game. Then I would say, you know, if it's, of course, if it's engorged at all or anything, get yourself to a doctor oh, right away. Absolutely. And I... I still hear, I, and I don't want anybody to take this negatively, yeah. but I still hear doctors who are still reluctant to even to treat people. Oh. And I, I just don't, I don't understand maybe what the harm is necessarily in just doing a, at least a prophylactic type of antibiotic course if you've been bitten, well, you know. They would be sanctioned, and that's the problem, and they couldn't treat past 30 days. Okay. Congressman Gibson has a bill, the 21st Century Cures Act, and it passed the House of Representatives. Um, he made sure that Lyme was considered as a chronic disease so that doctors can diagnose and treat without being sanctioned. Um, it's included with a whole package of bills, Alzheimer's, you know, some, some things that we're doing uh, some um, tremendous strides on with research. In fact, this year we provided $25 million for Alzheimer's research. Oh, wow. That's which terrific. Is great. Yes. That's yes. great. So before we go to the break, what are just some of the symptoms uh, in your research that you've discovered if people have Lyme, if they don't see the bullseye rash or they don't realize they've been uh, bitten by a tick? You talked a little bit about your son, but what are some of the symptoms that your research has come up with? Very, very tired, achy, joints hurting. Um, like I said, the floaters in the eye is a symptom. Um, pretty much that's, you just feel lethargic. Yeah, I've heard forgetfulness. I've heard headaches. Yes, um, headaches. Yeah, just, yep. just malaise. And you couldn't concentrate. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I say a lot of that could be masked. People think they have the flu. Flu, oh, right. People exactly. like myself just say, well, I'm an old geezer. Things are, you know, hurt and my hip hurts and it takes longer to get around. So, you know, if in doubt, go see go your see. physician. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's the first thing. I have something called um, RSD, swelling and mm. you know, any kind of swelling, any kind of fluid that they've taken out of my knee or so forth. They've checked that to make sure that I didn't have any Lyme disease on top of anything else that I've yes. had, you know. Oh, that's good. So just to double check. And we're going to find out more about uh, Lyme disease and uh, how to conquer it in just a moment with our guest, Senator Sue Serino. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Treepwas and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is away this week, but we have our producer, Kathy Kruger, on the mic. Our very special guest, New York State Senator. 
Senator Sue Serino. And Kathy, who keeps us healthy by bringing Radio Rotary to us this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com. And by the sponsoring Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, and Highland. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Juddelson Giordano and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, and commercial lending, trust, and wealth management services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, and now including the Riverside Bank Division with offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh, New York. Salisbury Bank is your local personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check them out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host, Sarah O'Connell, is away this week. But we have our producer, Kathy Kruger, here in the studio. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. And we are uh, welcoming back to the second half of Radio Rotary, New York State Senator Sue Serino. Good morning, Senator Serino. Good morning, Jonah and Kathy. Good Thank morning. you for having me. Oh, it's our so pleasure and delight. Yeah. And we're talking about Lyme disease. And for folks who may have joined us late, uh, Sue, tell us again, what is Lyme disease? It's a tick-borne disease that you will get from the ticks that are outside, from deer or mice, and... Uh, you know, you, sometimes people see a bullseye and sometimes they don't. But bullseye we, rash on, bullseye the, on rash. the human being, yeah. right? Yes, Bitten, right, but yeah. so, not necessarily. But if you do have one that's, uh, you know, attached to your skin, it's recommended to go to call your doctor right away. And uh, the ticks are really, really tiny, tiny, like about the size of a period. Pin. Like yes. a, yeah, yeah. Like pin a pinhead or pin a period in, yeah. in, a, in a book. Um, now, the interesting thing about the, the ticks is uh, they don't fly. They, they, they come from the mice to the deer and they sort of hop off. Then they end up on a leaf and if you brush by this leaf or grass or something, and they could attach on to you. Yes, and in fact, I learned at my forum that we did at the Wallace Center this mm-hmm. last fall that um, they they do attach to your clothes as well. So if you're working outside, like a lot of us garden mm-hmm. or you know playing outside, breaking kids, leaves, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, they will attach to your clothing first, of course, because they're climbing up to find a warm spot. It's recommended to take your clothes and put them in a plastic bag so you're not bringing the ticks into the house. And by learning that and hearing it, I actually pulled two ticks off of my clothing, and uh, so it didn't prevented but me from bringing it inside. Don't do that, folks. If you're in an apartment building, yeah, no, no but you know, and no, neighbors so may come out. 
out too. and see you in your birthday suit. <laughs> but I mean, and when you talked about warm spots, and I mean, I this might sound a little personal, but when you're doing a chick, a tick check, a chick check, a tick check, tick check, you have to be very, very careful. I mean, you look at your arms, you look at your legs, but I'm talking about under your arms, yes. in your thighs, your groin area. I mean, that's they and yeah, I found my little boy. I didn't realize that um, he was two and three when he was out in the woods and didn't come in to go to the bathroom. It's because he was outside. Oh, yeah. And I found ticks on him and realized what was going on. So you got to watch your little kids, you yes. know, when uh, those little ticks, they like those little warm, yeah. moist and I, spices. I mentioned in the first half of the show, when I was a scout yeah. leader, we used to tell the boys, tick, tick your trousers in your socks. Yep. So that if there the tick does come up, it'll come up the sock on your trousers and you'll be able to see it on the uniform. And pants. my granddaughter, we found it on her scalp, too. Oh, wow. They yes. love hair. I, too, I found that out, too. Yeah. They love to crawl up your head. So, so. Uh, Sue Serino, representing uh, you know the public, as you do here in the Hudson Valley, how big a problem is uh, uh, Lyme disease in the Hudson Valley? The Hudson Valley, it's very prevalent. And that's why, you know, when you go across the state, other states don't have Lyme disease in the ticks, so they're not familiar with it. So that's why when you try to um, push bills that are going to, you know, like health bills and to help with insurance like Congressman Gibson is doing, um, there are other areas that don't know about it. So they've combined, like, that health care act uh, because it does cover a lot of health care. We were able to pass three bills in the Senate. Uh, one bill requires the development of guidelines for integra- integrated pest management to safeguard homeowners against scams and to increase access to important tools. You know, maybe something as simple as don't have your swing set alongside the woods, you know, right. bring it right. away. Right. Um, you know, that's one idea. Then we also have um, a bill that requires the Department of Health to create awareness and a prevention campaign because it is all about education and awareness. And the third requires the creation of age-appropriate material to help kids understand what to do if they're bitten by right. a tick. Oh, right. We, That's great. Yeah, like we, a little cartoon coloring book or yes, something. Yes. You know, kids are very visual. So we provided a trifold little brochure at, you know, I don't know, sometime in the spring last year. And we sent it to the schools. They called us asking for thousands more. Is that right? Yes. And the kids are fascinated when you show them the vials and that's something that we want to do right. in the schools to show that those little that little pinpoint and then the mom that has 2,000 eggs in this little vial is amazing and they hmm. you know th- then they start to pay attention right my, my little granddaughter um, did a camp at Sprout Creek Farm this summer oh. and so you know she we made sure she didn't know what ticks were and we were making sure we did our tick check on her every single night that she came home but I didn't know about taking her clothes off and putting them in. Yeah. That is, boy, see, this is great. You learn something new every day. Yes. And, yeah. and speaking of yeah. learning things, uh, you had mentioned in the first half of the show two of your websites. Uh, now yes. probably be a great time to talk again about those websites and folks home. Get that pencil and paper. I promise you, Sue Serena will repeat them one more time before we go off the air. Yes. The uh, If it's specifically about Lyme, it would be the LymeActionCenter.com. It's LymeActionCenter.com. And if you want to check out our website to see what we've done and what we're doing. It's sereno.nysenate.gov and the name is spelled S-E-R-I-N-O and it's sereno.nysenate.gov. So uh, getting back to uh, the, the conquest of Lyme disease, I know that they, the regimen uh, is... Uh, 
you know, really substantial antibiotics. How successful, and Kathy, weigh in on this also because you have a nursing background. Mm-hmm. How successful is it? Is it a 100% cure? Or oh, some people. There is no 100% it? cure no. right some now, is there? No. no. Yeah. But I think yeah. if they get the tick right away right. and they treat you with antibiotics, it's, it seems right. to work pretty well. Because, I, I, I mean, you can do a course of. Um, I want to say PO. It's by mouth, um, right? It's my yes. nursing um, to begin with, and and catch it early. You can be okay, but it's the people that have become so so ill that live on IV antibiotics sometimes really? for oh yeah weeks and months wow. at a time, and it's, they'll have a pick line that they exactly wear. right, yes, and they and administer it's, yeah, yeah and, an implant of some sort. Yeah, it's yes. right put right into your um, it's not your yeah, chest cavity. Yeah, yeah chest cavity, mm-hmm. and they and the IV um, is there continuously, wow. and the uh, antibiotic. It goes right in, and I mean these people, and the, and then the antibiotic therapy alone makes you can make you very very ill too. Oh, yes. I mean it's 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 tough. It can wreak havoc on your stomach. It, exactly. As we know, with exactly. So it's it's yeah, it's so important to catch it early. Yes. So so important. Now, is this like you know the measles and mumps? Once you have it, you don't have it again, or is it possible? Oh to, no, you know, no, no. Yes, people yeah. like that's what I think they call it chronic Lyme because it does come back. People can be fine for a few years, and then all of a sudden they get the symptoms again. again. It stays dormant, right. and just like with my son when he was bit when he was twelve, and it didn't come out till he was like. 20, probably close to 20 right. when he started having the symptoms. Probably something very similar to shingles. You know, yes. you have the chicken pox virus, then you right. just, then you get shingles years later, and you so, just, once you've had that insult to your body, it's So folks at home, if, even if you had Lyme and you think you've been cured, if you go out in the woods again, always do the tick check. Always do the tick check. And, and even if you've gone through your treatments and you've had several years of yes. feeling well, and then all of a sudden start feeling those symptoms again. Get right back to the doctor. Don't blow it off. No, no, it's so important. And, you know, the three bills that we were successful in passing in the Senate, I've been working with Assemblywoman Dee Dee Barrett, mm-hmm. and um, she's very hopeful that we'll pass it in the Assembly as well. Uh, so th- that'll be exciting because we need this. It, it is, when you think about it, it is about education and awareness because that causes the prevention. Right. That's what uh, we need, especially with our children. You know, I go in front of the kids in the schools, and they love listening when you're telling them about that little pinpoint um, because they are visual and they you know I think that's creating an awareness that they are checking themselves not just relying on you know their parents or their teachers when they're outside yeah, that they can do something about it too yes I, you know I don't know if you know this the answer to this question and that's fine I can't even imagine what the cost involved in uh, the medical costs would be catching it early as opposed to catching it way down oh. the line when your symptoms are so, you know, bad and your your IV therapies and so forth have to be, you know, it, can, it has to be astronomical, well, I'm sure. That's why, you know, the CDC at the federal level, they fail to recognize it as a chronic disease and that's the problem. So you can't like the insurance companies then are not paying. So I know when my son, I took him to a specialist in Westchester and I think the first appointment was $750 because <laughs> the insurance didn't cover it. Wow, really? So, yes, it's very costly. So, and that that's just one appointment. One appointment, yeah. right. So, other than Lyme disease, what are you working on, Sue, recently? I mean, you know, the economy seems to be getting a little bit better in the Hudson Valley, um, uh, but there are other issues probably that, uh, you know, you're required to address as our state senator. What are some of the other things besides Lyme disease that uh, have caught your interest? 
Well, you know, I chair the aging uh, committee. And, oh, I, I fit into that. <laughs> I love my seniors. And, uh, we, you know, we're doing a lot of roundtables on elder abuse. There mm-hmm. are 85% of those cases, I'm sure, you know, that you guys know that they're not reported. And it's typically a, a caregiver family or member. a family member. Wow. Yeah. So the, the um, elderly, they're afraid. Because they, they also are afraid if they report it, who's, who's going to take, take care, care of, of them? Right. Yeah. I don't want to go into a nursing home. So uh, we're doing roundtables. Tables uh, with regard to that, and uh, you know, we had our golden gathering uh, this year in uh, October. It was great. Donna Ryer, who works uh, with us, does all of our event planning, and we had a thousand seniors come, and we had six hundred um, tick kits. You know, because there's a tick kit that you can get with the tweezers, and right, that, right. that'll be on the Lime Action uh, uh, website as well. We gave six hundred of those away that day. Uh, Jill seniors. and uh, Ira Auerbach, who are on my uh, Lime Advisory Committee. We're Is also that getting, Dower, Dr. Auerbach's wife? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Jill and Ira. Oh, I don't okay. know if they're in Rhinebeck. They are on my advisory okay. committee, and they held classes that day to talk to people about Lyme disease. So, Sue Serena, in the minute we have left, give us those two websites again. Right. And let the folks at home know why it's so important to do those tick checks. Absolutely. The first is Lyme Action center.com and the second is my last name so it's sereno.nysenate.gov and my name is spelt s-e-r-i-n-o new york state senator sue sereno it's been a treat and a delight thank you so much for joining us today on radio rotary thank you for what you're doing thank you very much for having me and kathy who brings us radio rotary this week well jonah radio rotary is sponsored by jgs your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs call them at 845 692-9500 and by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com and by the Rotary Clubs of Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston Sunrise, Millbrook, Nanuet, and Newburgh. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, who will be back next week, our producer, Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa. Thank you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Do those tick checks. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.